some music is Mystic Force by Kevin McLeod. Hey everyone, thank you so much for coming around and giving random ventures of an indie traveler a listen. I'm your host Casey and here you can tune into my own awesome adventures from different interesting and amazing places around the world as well as sometimes I'll share fun facts, history, culture, and bizarre mythical creatures around these areas. So let's go ahead and get on into it. We're going to talk about the Alaskan cruise that I had gotten to experience. So in this first episode, I'm going to talk about all of the different cities that we got to go to. Not really including Canada, though we did get to go there, but that will be a different episode. We're going to talk about all things Alaska. Tune into the future episodes to hear more about the cruise and the experience. Very, very interesting. So let's go ahead and jump on in. So first, I would love to share about the vessel that we took on our voyage, the Norwegian Sky. This is considered freestyle cruising, so it's basically like a resort that you can float on. So you get to choose where, when, and what to eat, and really it's awesome. They have so many different restaurants. You could eat at a different one each day or each night or each time you decide that you want to eat. Just go ahead and go for it. And the dress code is really relaxed and there was a night where you can dress really formally and they also had a restaurant where it was like really formal wear. So if you wanted to do that every night, then go ahead. And if you wanted to not really do that and to be more casual, then so be it. Really, the sky is the limit with the Norwegian sky. It was really amazing. And if you decide to do this, then you might want to take some layers as Alaska can be a little bit chilly. We went in the summertime and it was beautiful. I was actually wearing short sleeve shirts but you never know. At night, it could probably get quite chilly. This ship is such a beaut, containing lots of trendy amenities, and it was all finished and ready to go in July of 99 out of Germany. This was such a fascinating vessel, and she had more than 810 miles of electrical cable and 65 miles of pipe within her hull. How incredible is that? Wow. I mean, I wonder whose job it was to actually measure how many miles it was. Whoa, that's got to be quite the job. Anyways, the Norwegian sky can go at a whopping speed of 21 knots. And if you want to compare it to, say, the famous RMS Titanic, then that ship actually had a speed of 23.69 knots. So the Titanic was actually a bit on the faster side. Wow, who knew, right? Anyways, there are many awesome different types of entertainment at night, including comedians, magic shows, and awesome live music and shows. They have Broadway shows sometimes. I mean, you know, really, it's incredible. Just all the fun different options that you have on the ship. And cruise ships, they have fun little shops inside and different things. And so, I don't know, it's really a nice feel. And in the rooms you get, sometimes if you are lucky, you might get a view where you actually get to see out the window and getting to have that kind of view where you can just kind of sit there and watch as the waves roll by and just watch maybe the towns or distant mountains. Oh, it's so gorgeous and it's incredible. I absolutely suggest taking a cruise at any point if you've never done it in your life. And if you have, you know what I mean. And now I'd like to share about the Thunderbird. No, not the car and not the website, but the actual mythological creature. So this is a figure in Native American mythology in the US and Canada. No, so Alaska, you know? Yeah. So the Thunderbird is incredible as it is thought of as protecting humans from evil spirits. So it's very interesting. And hey, who doesn't want a Thunderbird? I would love to have that kind of protection, wouldn't you? Anyway, 
Anyways, Thunderbirds, they are called so because as they flap their amazingly huge wings, you can hear a thunderous boom as they flap. And apparently they can shoot lightning from their eyes. Wow, very interesting stuff. So they can definitely, you know, cause things like storms and fires from the lightning, things like that, you know? I mean, yeah, there's a downside to it. But also, I mean, if it's there to protect you, then hey, you definitely can't go wrong with that kind of protection. So that can go both ways. Off to the cities now. Talk about Ketchikan. So Ketchikan, it's the town with many names. So the Tongass and Cape Fox Indians would fish around Ketchikan area, and they believed that it was associated with the eagle-winged river. So they called it Kitchen. Uh, not Kitchen, but Kitchen. And it's also known as the Totem Town, King Salmon Capital of the World, and Russians actually call it Paris of the Pacific. Pretty cool that it's got so many names, right? So if you ever hear any one of these names, you can associate it with Ketchikan in Alaska. So Ketchikan, it's such a beautiful and calm area, and this was actually my favorite Alaskan city. It has so many wonderful cultural artifacts, and the native dance is just absolutely wondrous. Ketchikan is home to the world's largest collection of totem poles, and you could get an awesome glimpse at the Saxman Totem Park, where you can find so many incredible totem poles. You'll be like in Totem Pole Village, so instead of the North Pole, it's Totem Pole Village. Just kidding. Anyways. And also, if you enjoy a really nice hike, you can check out the phenomenal Deer Mountain, which is the perfect spot that overlooks the entire Alaskan city. Talk about incredible. This is also Alaska's southernmost city along the Inside Passage, so it's called Alaska's first city. In Ketchikan, we did a lot of walking around, as we did with many of the other towns in this cruise that we stopped at, but Ketchikan, it just really, it called to me. I loved the incredible totem poles, as I had never really seen any before and not any in real life anyways so yeah catch can it was really incredible and in a lot of these cute little Alaskan towns, you'll see some really amazing and fun carvings. There are wood carvings, and these artists are just, they have such a fun, different creative aspect and outlook. So it's not really like anything that you'll see in many other parts of the world. Alaska is so incredible. So I got to sit on a fun carved bear, and maybe I'll include that picture in. I was about 15 years old at the time, so it was a long time ago, but yeah, it's just kind of fun to see these old memories. Anyways, yeah, Alaska is just so fun and the artwork and the people are definitely really tough. These people, they deal with incredibly long winters and so you've got to be kind of tough to deal with that, right? So Alaskans, definitely power to you all because I don't know if I could do it, but you all make it happen every year and so yeah, definitely that's totally amazing. And then next we went to Juneau. So little did I know that I would eventually be back to Juneau about 13 years later. And I will talk more about that experience in a future episode. Anyways, Juneau is the capital and third largest city in Alaska. And they have a huge 1,500 square mile ice field where nobody lives. No people, no animals, just a huge field of ice. And a lot of the land around and the glaciers, they feed off of this. So it's pretty interesting. So yeah, definitely important. And then also each time it's 
snows, it actually adds more and more to it. So it's not really melting so much, but yeah, it's very interesting. So that's really great. So next we have Skagway and it's in southeastern Alaska. And it's framed by the gorgeous mountains where cruise ships dock at the Taya Inlet. And in 1897, it played a vital role in what's known as the Klondike Gold Rush, where it appears as time is standing still. I mean, this town, you can just go and it feels like you're just kind of going back into the 1800s. Late 1800s, that is. As some of the locals enjoy dressing up and it appears as if they're straight out of the gold rush. So that's very interesting and really awesome too, I must say. I don't know about you, but anytime I go somewhere and if they're in period style clothing, I just absolutely love it. It's just so fun to see just what it must have been like back then and what the clothes were like, just what people and what life would have been like back then. So fascinating. I love that kind of stuff. All right, and then now we get to our mythological creature. So this is the Tizaruk. So the Tizaruk is much like a snake, except for its head is said to be right around seven feet long. And instead of a normal tail, it actually has a flipper. And there's a book that's called Mysterious Creatures, A Guide to Cryptozoology. The author, George Eberhart, says that it has a head resembling a crocodile, along with fur instead of scales. And it has short horns and a long tongue with three pairs of legs and a dorsal fin. Wow, pretty crazy, right? And anyway, people believe that the Tizaruk lives in the waters around Key Island in Alaska and that it straight up snatches unaware people off of the pier. So anyone, if you are going to be around the pier in Key Island or how about anywhere in Alaska, just be sure that you have a watchful eye all around you at any given moment because you don't want the Tizaruk to snatch you up, right? I wouldn't want that anyways. All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It was so fun talking about just a little bit about the interesting cities we got to go to on the Alaskan cruise. And in the next episode, you'll hear more amazing adventures, including some from a very special guest that I will have on, and I'm very excited to have her on. And she also has a super interesting mythological creature to share, and I totally can't wait because I've heard about this interesting creature, and it can actually be quite spooky. So beware for that in the next episode because yeah it's going to be very very interesting and you'll also hear more about her own experiences on our cruise that we had together as a whole family so it's going to be amazing and I can't wait to share that with you have you been to any of these Alaskan towns if you have a great suggestion of another interesting place or if you want to share your own experience I would totally love to hear from you you can reach me at randomindietraveler at gmail.com and be sure to come back next time for another incredible adventure and some fun stories from a very awesome person. You will get to hear that all in the next episode. So hold on to your seats, everyone. I'll catch you next time.